Welcome to Lipstick Lessons, a weekly podcast on all things fashion, beauty, and sometimes romance. Welcome back to Lipstick Lessons. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I am making a conscious decision to come back to Spotify. It may be sporadic at the start, but hopefully we'll get there. So hello everyone. I am glad to be back. I wanted to do a podcast that's just really light. We're going to be talking about Avril Lavigne, Kate Moss, Cosmos, and some boy problems that some of my little lippies have been having. Before I get into it, oh my God, how could I forget? It's a day late, yes, but I want to say happy International Women's Day. Every year I get surprised that it's a thing online. Like I don't know where it came from. I don't care to know where it came from, so don't be Slide in my DMs, give me some. It was actually in 1920 when the first woman. No, I don't care. But yeah, I saw a load of international women's stuff. I was like, oh crap, I probably should have had something prepared. My local takeaway had some kind of draw. It was like, we're going to be giving out three free takeaways to women on International Women's Day. Click this link to enter the draw. I'm like, honey, I'm desperate. <laughs> but I'm not that desperate, <laughs> to be honest. Really, people are going for it with this International Women's Day and I am only delighted to see it. Finally, finally, we're getting our moment. Okay, so this has shaken the tabloid, the tabloid honeys. If you are a tabloid honey like me, and I know my little lippies are, I love when something completely blindsides you. You're like, what? The, in the who? What? Avril Lavigne and Tyga? I don't understand. Where did this come from? So Modson and Avril Lavigne had only been engaged a, a mere week ago. And now she's flouncing around Paris looking like a sheen version of Julia Fox and Kanye West in matching floor length leather. Let's get into it. Okay, so Modson is saying that he is apparently blindsided from his split with fiance Avril Lavigne and is struggling to see pictures of her kissing her new love interest. Tyga, like that can't come out of my mouth. Like what? He, he, he does give a touch skater. I will, uh, I will give her that. She, she loves a skater boy. We're going to be going through, which Daily Mail have kindly <laughs> done all the work on this for. We're going to be going through her dating history. I love when they do this on, um, on Daily Mail. They, of course, don't go into his dating history. They're just like, let's see what this slut has been getting up to in the past few years, who she's been riding. FK Twigs actually only came out recently on her Instagram, I think just days ago. Because Daily Mail had got a photograph of her also at Paris Fashion Week. She was spotted going to Louis Vuitton with what they love to say on Daily Mail, a mystery man. And then up on the bar, like the search bar was like, do you know this man? Email this at Daily Mail so we can trace this man. And she put up on her Instagram, like, there's always been so much interest in my love life. I'll just tell you who he is. He is this incredible artist, whoever the fuck he is. Who cares? He ain't Tyga. So we're not talking about that any longer. So Modson and Avril split last month and they were engaged for a year and they had a two-year romance. Maud is saying, in quotes, his heart feels broken. I'm desperately sad for him because he already looks very troubled and now with this, plunge yourself into a bath full of ice because that's what all the fucked up lads seem to be doing. It may help you. And um, So Avril is 38 and Tyga is 33 and they decided on Monday to publicise their newfound romance in Paris. The very place actually where Maud got down on one knee in front of the Eiffel Tower with a heart-shaped diamond for Avril Lavigne. I mean, how could she? How bloody could she? 
So a source close to Maud, real name Derek Smith, and whoever the fuck he is, again, I don't want to know. This is not like some research-based podcast. He's some kind of singer. I know he was going out with Bella Thorne for a while and they were doing acid in her tent. Um, and then she fucked Scott Disick and I think, I don't know. A lot of weird cocaine, Hollywood, calabasas, bollocks going on that I eat up. So yeah, Maud has been, a, I love when they say this, a source close to Maud's son. It's, it's Maud. It's Maud's son saying that. Like it's, there's no sources here. It's like, mommy, mommy, can you tell her that I'm not happy with that? Can you tell her? Yeah, tell her mommy. Thank you, mommy. Maud's been down in the dump since his split from Avril, which was far from a mutual decision, aka he got dumped. Okay, way to make yourself look like a simp who's not going to get laid anytime soon, but go on. As if being blindsided by the abrupt end to their engagement wasn't bad enough, he feels absolutely devastated by her budding romance with Tyga. <gasps> so cringe. Oh my gosh. And then, yeah, I'm just looking through pictures, which I will uh, put on Instagram. Her snog and Tyga... And then in Paris, only only but a year ago, her and Maud's son just, she, her style. Can we just segue for a moment? I fully believe in that conspiracy that Avril Lavigne died or whatever and a clone was made because Avril Lavigne was cool for like five minutes and then she just has never been cool again. Like she's an em ho like she's an em ho like e-m-h-o-e like she gets with fucking lads that girl can get dick i don't know what the hell she's doing is she ollieing on these dicks i don't know but she has successfully been with like so many lads consistently now some of them we're going to get into are i'm sure regrettable but like her clothes are just they're giving ad hoc does anyone remember that shop in Temple Bar? I did used to shop there when I attempted to be emo in fourth year and I bought like a chain studded belt. But like it was a momentary of being like, mom, fuck off, shut my door. I'm listening to Ashley Simpson. Like I didn't continue it into my late 30s. Like for God's sake, how I actually I'm looking at my clothes now. I don't think there's a way to, I think, you know, have a hint of your old self, like the way say Pamela Anderson has done. Like she's still true to her style, but she's not like going out in a leather bloody basque so they went to a venomon show they've been going to all these weird alt fucking shows in paris and ditch the double coal eyeliner avril please when you get to 30 i think it's in a rare occasion that you can like coal both of your eyes like you know black eyeliner on the top waterline and the bottom and a smoky look it just makes you look like you've the tiniest little eyes tiny little eyes before tyga Maud's son um, was her fiance, and they look very well suited. Like they both dress like shit. First of all, like there's a picture here of them. I'm looking at. She is wearing a navy hoodie that's emblazoned with some kind of punk anarchy symbol. Her hair is like a million different colors, and then she's wearing these like checkered pants. Now again, go down the Vivian Westwood route if you're gonna do punk. Like what? Where does she get her shit? I would love to know. Hot topic. And he's wearing, like, his tattoos are so, like, I hate those tattoos that just look like a mental breakdown all over your skin. It's like, oh, I know that you regret them all, but you're just kind of continuing with them because it's too late. Like, I'm getting some of mine lasered and ouch, fuck me, I was not prepared. 
not prepared at all. So I can only imagine what it's like to have your whole body covered, especially when people get them in like such a short succession. You know, there's people who are like, I got my whole body covered in three years. And it's like, oh God, you've ruined your whole body in three years. Anyway, again, I digress. He's wearing like showcasing the chest tattoos, um, his blonde hair, and he's wearing this kind of like lacy see-through shirt baggy jeans skater boy vibes and then they're wearing I don't even think they're Doc Martens they look like off-brand pennies Doc Martens platforms a man on a platform is just not for me um <laughs> like it's it's not for me I don't mean to be so gender biased but it just I can't personally unless you're let me think Henry the eighth you know when they were wearing little shoesy woozies a little high heel boot to get up on the uh to get up on the horse, if it's that kind of, if it's necessary. Maudson was her last fella. They really had quite a public relationship. Yeah, she obviously just randomly decided to split with him because she's clearly saw Tyga and was like, well, you're hotter. Um, So bye, Maudson. Okay, let me see. Who is this Maudson guy? Because he's been with, like I said, Bella Thorne. I'm putting Maudson music into YouTube. Let's see. Oh, they did a collab. Okay. Only 114k views. Okay. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's not grabbing me. Um... It's so weird that Avril is still making music, even though like her first two albums were the only ones that were of any musical worth and still that she would be only known as Skater Boy. But yeah, she's like, oh no, guys, guys, but what about this song? And we're like, what? You're still, oh, like that's shit, that song. Don't even need to hear the whole song. I know it's shit. They are very much tied. There's been TikTok people who are like tying the whole Tiger mods on this, Kylie, this all together and making it out to be some like sexual cesspit. That's every fucking town. Like you could do that with every town, to be honest. Like, well, they got with them and them and them. And them. it's like, yeah, that's what happens when you are like, I don't know, living in, in Hollywood, baby. Before that, she was with a guy called Pete Jonas, she went to a pre-Grammy party with him in 2020. He kind of looks like whoever Miley Cyrus is going out with now. It's giving a non-binary. It's giving Shawn Mendes. Um, and that didn't last too long and it didn't really grab the, the tabloid attentions. Before that, she went out with a new man she was dating for a year. Uh, oh, he soon was identified as billionaire heir Philip Serofim, but by November that year, US Weekly claimed the couple had split. This guy looks like a billionaire's son, as in like he's been made in a lab. Th these photos, I just do not understand Avril Lavigne's style. Like she's wearing what looks to be a mammy's coat from Don Savida. It's a beige shin length coat with a big lapel. A thousand stenos attached to the head. A rocker t-shirt that looks like it came from Boohoo. You know, those like pre-worn in rocker t-shirts. Skinny jeans in a grey wash with splices on the knees. And then a little boot, a little leather boot. But it's, uh, he's wearing some kind of hat, a little cap, 
um, a barber kind of style jacket, like one of those wax style jackets. This is the millionaire's or the billionaire, excuse me, was son. And he's wearing these torn up shredded jeans. I mean, it's just the most horrific style I have seen in front of me in so long. Like, ugh. Before him, she was going out with J.R. Rodham, who worked with Rihanna, Gwen Stefani. He's a music producer, Britney Spears. They shared a snap on Instagram in 2017, and he called her his bae. Does she do, like, deadly shit behind the scene? Again, the style. Oh, my God, the style. I can't. So she's photographed with him. She's wearing an oversized hoodie, looking like Jojo Bloody Siwa with the oversized shit. And the boots, they are brown and they are they are studded with gold flat studs. I don't understand. And she's wearing a massive, massive brown bag. And there's nothing on the legs. It's just a long hoodie to her thighs. Nothing like, what is this look? And how are you getting this dick? Please enlighten me. Go and call her daddy and and answer that fucking question. He's all right looking. He's quite plainly dressed. I prefer a plainly dressed man than a man who tries to go a bit crazy with the style and just misses so bad. Chad Kruger. Okay, so this was an iconic, iconic couple. When Avril Lavigne walked down the aisle for the second time to Nickelback singer Chad, uh, they had a gothic ceremony in the south of France, I mean, they had a song together. I think it was quite a controlling relationship because um, they broke up because she was seen minus her wedding ring and she had broke the couple's pact to not drink separately. That's giving... She was a bit of a cheater when she drank and he was like, okay, well, I, I don't know what to do. I mean, I obviously, the drink is the problem. It's not that you're a cheater. I'm going to blame the fucking alcohol. And she's like... Okay, Chad, like the fact that he has that goatee, that little chin strap of hair, imagining that that was on Avril Lavigne's vagina is just, and that there wasn't an OnlyFans. And I'm sad. They had, they were an iconic couple. That made sense. They're just two washed up, embarrassing musicians at this point. And it was like, so nice to see them happy together let's go and play for a moment a little bit of their song because I remember there was like a piano moment for such a long time Nickelback were the most hated band in the world and were slagged relentlessly for I don't really know why but I love I joined in I was like haha stay <laughs> okay so I'm gonna fast forward oh it's one of those taking a minute to get into it called let me go also scarlet that they're trying to capitalize on the virality of her first and only popular album let go by calling it let me go the song it's just like i see what you're doing and it's it's not working if i was avril lavigne's like pr manager i think i would make her just strip it back Get that acoustic guitar back out. Do a like MTV unplug thing and give us like that heartache that you're putting into these fuckboys. Put it into an album, bitch. Like, I don't know, have a semi-addiction and come out with good work. That's what real artists do, right? Like instead of breaking up and just hopping on the next dick that you see, write a good song because like her music low-key slapped and still does. Like that album, Let Go, whoa. Even the imagery, her... 
stood in front of the like New York busy street or wherever it was shot in these baggy clothes. I fully wore a tie around my neck over a t-shirt because of Avril Lavigne. She was so relevant. She did make, she made me want to be a tomboy. I was never a tomboy. And then suddenly I was like, fuck makeup, fuck bras, fuck tight fitting clothes. I, and also while we're at it, fuck society, mom. She was like, oh my God, can you burn those Avril Lavigne and Ashley Simpson CDs? You're going crazy. (laughs) Now this again, was another iconic relationship for Avril Lavigne when her and Brody Jenner went out. Yes, Caitlyn Jenner's son, who, may I add, Brody Jenner's mum fucked Elvis Presley and said that kissing him was like plunging her mouth into two marshmallows. The way that the Kardashians and Jenners are so embedded into Hollywood royalty freaks me the fuck out. But that was an iconic relationship because it was, again, it was like, the, it was giving Tyga. It's like, Brody Jenner from the hills and punk princess Avril Lavigne are make us with love like in what world I don't understand it and they were like going for two years Brody Jenner fully got a tattoo of the A you know the way Avril did like the A anarchy Avril he got that on his arm and apparently he was tired this is why they broke up he was tired of being her plus one and following her around as she was touring Typical fuck boy. Support your woman, Brody. I'm going to have to put up again a, just a, a carousel of these outfits. So in this photo of Brody Jenner and Avril Lavigne, again, she loves an oversized hooded moment, but it's a poncho. It's a poncho. It's a, it's a woolen poncho with two pockets and a massive hood. You know what a poncho is. Yeah, the thing that you wear like at a festival if it's raining. The thing that hippies wore in Woodstock. Like, if she's wearing a poncho, there's a cap. The hood is up. So she's wearing a cap and a hood and these massive dark sunglasses. And then these shredded, wildly shredded sage jeans and these boots that... Remember men went through that phase of wearing the pirate boots, the distressed pirate boots from like River Island that were bought distressed. It's like, I know you want me to think that you were like trailing around a mountain and just like carving some wood or whatever the fuck men do, but you weren't. You went into River Island and purchased a pair of boots for 75 euro. This is the kind of boots she's wearing. Brody Jenner is wearing a white hoodie. It's kind of giving just typical 2010 vibes. So it's not too bad. Baggy jeans and like the low, not the high top Converse, the other ones, but there's no laces. It's like too busy for laces. I get it. I'm excited to see how long this relationship will last. I'm excited to see if they will come out and talk about it. I'm excited to see it all. It Somehow I'm also happy for them. The romantic in me is dabbing away tears because I think I'm witnessing true love. That might be toxic of me, but they kind of look good together. They do. Like, he looks, he gives skater vibes and she gives weird vibes. She's loaded. I don't know who's more loaded. She she must be loaded because she's knocking around years and she's fucking constantly on the tabloids and she's getting a load of dick. So I assume, no offense to her, I can only assume it's because she's loaded. Anyway, I'm going to talk about Cosmos now because I have a bone to pick with Kate Moss. Kate Moss was in Brown Thomas to launch Cosmos last week. I'm icked by Kate doing this. 
And since going into Brown Thomas and actually seeing the physical products, I'm even more icked. And I just can't believe that she's like almost a step behind in terms of like do a Gwyneth Paltrow and do a goop years before other celebrities. She let everyone do it and then she decided to jump on the bandwagon, which is so not Kate Moss. Kate Moss was like a pioneer for fashion and she was so always in her own lane. I also just don't imagine that she needs the money and she never gave me that like money hungry kind of celeb. She has the few odd holidays on the yachts and like partying it's up and I bees on the yacht with fucking your man what's his name Philip Green from Topshop who I don't think she's been photographed with in a few years you know we love seeing her sucking a cigarette next to Galliano and we saw how close she was to Vivian Westwood like she's embedded in the whole idea of 90s cool and 90s supermodel gorgeousness and change the game and and still she's so prominent in culture how we're still talking about like heroin chic and how that has come back and everyone kind of points the finger at her even though there were so many other skinny bitch models going into brown thomas and looking at this now i sprayed myself it's a lot of the fucking mist because i was like okay i want to see i'm a i'm a fragrance gal a fragrance can grab me by the fucking neck and <laughs> have me in a chokehold until i like put down that money and then i'm like shit i can't believe i did that like i i usually only have two going at one time because I can't be affording them but because I'm such a Kate Moss stan years ago I was obsessed with a fragrance that I remember reading Kate Moss used to wear it was by Paul Smith and it was called London and it was in this red little bottle and I don't think you can get it anymore you'd see it in the odd chemist and I'll always buy it if I see it it was kind of musky gorgeous scent I was like I can't even believe that I now love her fragrance like this girl just cannot put a step wrong so I made sure to drown myself in the Cosmos fragrance let me just grab the the actual price of this for intrigue so the cosmos sacred mist is 100 mil for 140 euro and it is in this it's like it's very i just got into tarot kind of design it has a gold almost crystal ball opening and then it's in this little glass bottle and it has kind of like half moons and like cosmos sacred mist de parfum uh, yeah, it's just giving me like I went to a tattoo shop and I got whatever flash the hand poke bitch was giving at the day. It's just a bit silly, which I want to love this. I want to eat everything that she feeds me, but I can't eat this up. I can't. I sprayed myself on it and it was lovely. This mist lasted about 20 minutes before it was whooped out of my skin, out of my hair. I didn't smell it at all. So yeah, and it's just not that fabulous even to have in your gaff. And even just Cosmos. I feel like she was trying to do skims, like with the play on words, but it doesn't really make much sense. And all I can think of is moss. And I've never really thought of moss when I think of Kate Moss. I'm not thinking of the green earthy shit, whatever moss is. But like now I am because, again, it's in this weird earthy kind of coloured um, glass bottle and I'm like is there moss in this? It's giving very like, again, with the tea and the serums and the CBD oil, yeah, not it. The uh, Golden Nectar Face Oil is 120 euro for 30 mil. So just wildly expensive. The cleanser was probably the most underwhelming because the packaging is so, so cheap. I imagine if I decided to make my own face cream or cleanser or whatever, I could just go to any generic warehouse and be like, yeah, that's the cheapest packaging. I'll go for that. It's in this just tube. It's again in that moss green color and it's 60 euro for 100 mil. And then she has these teas, which is like dusk and dawn teas. I might 
I'm like, part of me wants to buy the tea. It's 24 euro for 20 tea bags. That's over a euro per tea bag. But it does come in this nice little tin. But it was just wild to see her on like the streets of Dublin. But yeah, I really do just feel a bit like underwhelmed and low-key disappointed for no other reason other than I just had a much higher standard for if Kate Moss was going to bring out something. I thought it would be so much better than this. I thought I would literally want to take my life savings and just spend it on everything that she puts out. I don't understand because like years ago when she did that top shop, she was one of the first, I guess, models or because she's almost like she's always been like an it gal model, influential in the sense of like whatever she wore is still to this day so influential. Um, and when years ago she came out with the top shop collabs, I died for those. Like I ate it fucking up and she just it was it seemed way more thought out she had this yellow chiffon dress which was incredible in the Kate Moss Topshop collection that I still fucking lust after and constantly go on Depop and try and find she got inspired from old looks of her like iconic moments from red carpet events with her and Johnny Depp she brought out this like fluffy kind of like feathered look which again was like inspired by one of her iconic looks so she she took from her own iconic status and made like you know a high street version that you could basically pick up something that wasn't completely a copy but you felt like you could buy a little bit of coolness which is totally what I got from the Topshop Kate Moss collection. I remember buying like shirts that had swallows on them knowing that Lucien Fraud the artist had hand poked two swallows on the back of Kate Moss's lower back and she brought out swallow necklaces with Topshop and swallow little tea dresses with those swallows on it which was just it again it just felt like I was buying a piece of cool and this cosmos shit is just not doing it first of all because the whole kind of enigma intrigue and mystery of Kate Moss is for me partially the fact that she has lived this like hideous lifestyle dating fucking wild heroin addicted musicians snorting cocaine and that being blasted all over the front pages of the sun her biggest most famous accessory is Marlboro lights constantly I've never ever seen a pap picture of Kate Moss without one hanging out of her hand still to this day and it's like okay we get it you are just one of those ethereal people bone structure to die for look so fucking gorgeous you don't you didn't have to care about cigarettes or champagne you just are like one of those bitches who is gorgeous and it does not exactly make sense because now she still looks gorgeous now obviously she's aged but she looks stunning I'm assuming she's got like you know a world of the most luxurious expensive facials and slight work from the like best doctors and whatever the fuck she's done but she looks incredible and there's no denying and she doesn't look plastic or puffed out or whatever but let's not pretend, Kate, that you got there from CBD oil or from some weird cleanser or tea. Like, lean into it. Like, the Diet Coke collab with Kate Moss recently was genius. Marketing genius. Diet Coke um, came out with cans that were in part designed by Kate Moss and they did the whole Diet Coke by Kate Hart. They came out with this 15-second ad on YouTube which is her in just her true Kate Moss self like she's wearing leopard print and polka dots it looks like one of those old Rimmel London ads that made me eat pray love fucking Rimmel London like I still pick up Rimmel London and I'm reminisced of like Kate Moss and knowing that she wore that lipstick and had a collection with Rimmel London like her coolness was so solid in society and 
yeah, they, they, she did this collab with Diet Coke and then while talking about it in press conferences and shit, she was, it was all over TikTok where she was like, I've always loved Coke and it's just so funny. I get that she's now on this wellness, you know, brand and I feel like Kourtney Kardashian is also doing the kind of trying to do the goop shit, but like Gwyneth seems so married to the game that it's like believable. I would buy that dumb shit that she's pioneering. Also like Gwyneth Paltrow is just like a privileged bitch and always has been. So like the stuff that she comes out with is so, it's just innocuous, even though some of the things that she does put out are extremely offensive to just, you know, very tone deaf. Like, I think there was one point where she brought out, uh, you know, when you're winding down your toothpaste, it was like a toothpaste, gold, fully gold, kind of like to push out the remnants of the toothpaste, but it was like a couple hundred dollars. It's ridiculous, but again, so, so ridiculous that it's innocuous, even though it's almost like she's trying to push us down the route of getting, of getting offended, like when she released the candle that smelled like her vagina, but it, it just seems so authentic to Gwyneth because she has a child called Apple, for God's sake. Like, we believe you. You're eating grapes. She came out famously with that line that she allows herself to have one cigarette a week. Like, she's so fucking disciplined. But Kate Moss has been hanging off the back of a fucking Marlboro for the entirety of her career and now has the audacity to come out with some 120 euro face oil and tell us that she's on this wellness journey. I can't. It's just so false. It's so disingenuous and it just seems so money grabby. And I, I of course, encourage you to go in and have a little spritz and look at the shit in Brown Thomas, but I guarantee you will be underwhelmed. On my Instagram, I regularly post an anonymous question box and it's a space where you can ask me anything I'll never know who you are whether it's advice whether you just want to rant whatever it is keep an eye on my Instagram at Mermaid Jade I have a Q&A episode planned for Patreon soon but I thought I'd answer one here let's see what advice this little lippy needs I've been with my fellow for almost seven years and in the last year or two he has a problem with me going clubbing I rarely go either way but he says that they are for single people He's at the life stage where he doesn't want his girlfriend in nightclubs. He's almost 10 years older than me and it's fair enough that he might not want to be in the nightclub, but why should that stop me? He doesn't tell me I can't go exclusively, but the next day he's completely off with me and starts shit. I've explained plenty of people in relationships go to clubs, but I don't know what to do. Okay. Controlling prick. (laughs) Controlling fucking prick. If this asshole wants to go hiking every Sunday or sea swimming or whatever the fuck lads do if they aren't in nightclubs, you don't have to go with him. Does he trust you or not? Does he trust himself? Because what is going on here? He's 10 years older and he won't let his 10 year younger girlfriend go to a club. What a fucking buzzkill. Like he can't tell you like made up facts, like, oh, single people don't go to nightclubs. Where did you get that from? You boomer. Like you're full, ugh, no, this ain't it. This ain't it. You've been with him for seven years. I cannot stand this bullshit as well. Like where people in relationships are like, I never said you couldn't do this. I never said you couldn't wear that. It's not as simple as that. Controlling like aspects of relationships never come from just a simple, rarely come from a simple like you are not allowed wear short skirts or you are not allowed go to the nightclub it's exactly like you said 
you'll do something and their mood the next day will be completely off and you'll know that it's because of that. So you'll just stop doing it because you can't be bothered dealing with their mood. I've been in those situations so many fucking times. It doesn't get better. It only gets worse. And you just become compliant because who wants to be living with a fucking moany arsehole? Men are moany pricks in general anyway. If they're amping up the moaniness, ugh, it's unbearable. Fuck that guy. Seven years as well, when you've been with someone for so long, sometimes the length of time that you've been together can outweigh the actual quality of the relationship, if you get me. So you can be like, oh my God, I've been with him seven years. That has to mean something. And it does. Time and history is important. But respect and how someone is treating you and how you're able to live within the relationship is way more important. And if you find yourself not being able to enjoy yourself, not being able to live the life you want to live and feeling that you're just not being trusted Like, if you want to go to a nightclub, it's a total different thing. I miss nightclubs now. I don't feel like, I don't know, in Dublin, the the nightclub scene isn't, like, really as it used to be for me anymore. So I don't go clubbing, like, as, like, much anymore at all. But, um, but, like, I do love going out and, like, dancing and going a bit cray. There's something about sitting in a pub downing pints that just makes me feel massive like I miss the days of going out dancing sweating and coming back and being like oh my god I only had like five drinks because I was so busy just like dancing away it's a great bit of crack and you bloody deserve it hon I really don't like the way that he is moody the next day I don't like the way that he's making up shit like oh it's only four people who are single to hint at that you're either cheating you're looking for something else and that he doesn't trust you And you obviously don't want to bring him because he sounds like complete shy crack. So I'd say he'd be in the corner being like, can we go yet, mommy? Mommy, is it time to go yet? Pull down your skirt. It's too short. Like, oh, he sounds like a drip. 10 years older. Get with someone your own age. I find a lot of the fucking time men who are older specifically get with younger women because they're easier to control. They're women who may be like, and this is not saying anything bad on you, but like, a lot of times, I've, I've honestly heard men speak like this. Oh, I like to get with younger women because they don't fucking moan at me. In other words, translation, fuckboy translation means that like younger women maybe haven't had as much experience in relationships to notice red flags. Like if you've had many different relationships and, and have lived through maybe kind of control or this or that and kind of learned when to spot like red flags or whatever you want to call them, you are able to decipher, no, this ain't for me. But if someone's older than you, a lot of the time I find that they can manipulate that age gap and be like, well, actually, I, I'm older than you. I'm 10 years older. And believe me, back in the days of fucking clubbing, there was never anyone in relationships there. Okay, go to the fucking OAP bingo meetup, hon, and pick up someone there. If we're not able to go different places, like, no, no, I don't like that at all. I would say radically do what you want to do if he's in a fucking mood the next day leave the house go out with your girls don't entertain it go out for brunch go for a walk do not buy into the mood do not be like "Mm, are you okay will i make you a little bit of breakfast of your social no don't play up to this childish behavior live freely as you want to live if he's going to slot in and and recognize that you're going to do what you're going to do and he only has to love you and trust you. If you're giving him, there's, okay, if you're going to the club and maybe like coming back shit face, drunk, like really late and like, well, I don't know, not that you're not allowed to get drunk in a rel, but if you're kind of like putting yourself in a position that does seem like you're living a bit of a single life, if you're not communicating with him when you're out and just like not being responsive if you're out and then he doesn't know when you're coming home that's different but if you're like I'm going out tonight 
blah, blah, blah. It's so-and-so's birthday. We have a night planned. I'm going out. And if you are reliable in the sense of like going out, communicating, coming home, not making him feel uncomfortable in any certain ways, then go pop off sis you know like go party so just I don't know much about the situation I'm only hearing it from your hand but yeah I would suggest that like if you're doing it in a non-shady way like you're not like going to an afters and coming back at 2 p.m the next day and being like oh my god you fucking old prick let me party I'm only young like no that's not cool but if you just want to go out and live a little post-covid back on the streets back in the clubs um then yeah do it and if he's just being a prick for no reason and kind of trying to control you and saying like, oh, I don't want this kind of girl, then get with someone your own age. Someone who wants to wake up at 9am on Sunday to go for a flat white and a walk around in Leary Pier. Yes, yes, lovely. Do that. Get with that person, bitch. I am not that person. Why me? And maybe at the start of the rel, you said you were together for seven years. Maybe you were like in that cozy stage where you're like all like entwined in the bed and you're like, oh my God, I never want to go out again. There's lots of bitches like that who step out of their own reality, become completely consumed in a relationship and are like, friends, fuck them. I only want you. I only want to hang out with you. I don't want to go out. And then you get out of that phase and you're like, oh, you're annoying. I'm bored of being with you all the time. You want to like level out your life a bit. You have to be able to have your own life and your relationship and like, you know, weave it all together so that it's acceptable. I would have a look at yourself and say, am I being cool? Am I being sound or am I pushing it a little bit too far? Like, as I said, are you coming back, I don't know, afters and making him feel insecure? Because it is our, you know, I think obviously we can't make someone feel secure but I do think we can make someone feel insecure by our actions if you're acting shady or dodgy and and if he is feeling uncomfortable you know try and try and make him feel better (laughs) try and make him not feel so scared that you're kissing boys um, in the nightclub but I yeah if he's just being a prick for no reason and trying to control your lifestyle and you are being sound and fair and just like having an innocent little time and that's showcased I would just not put up with those mood swings fuck that if you're living together and shit like that's just so annoying I can't stand that like especially when it's unwarranted like you just want to go out and have fun and he's trying to ruin that so you sit in and watch Last of Us and you want to be out partying maybe you just are on different paths and that's fine if you allow yourselves to live you've been with him seven years you've given him enough time to know that you're not like running away or whatever he doesn't have to keep you or house you in. You should be allowed to have some freedom. But um, yeah, that would be my suggestion to look at yourself first. Recognize, like, are you being sound or are you pushing the buttons a bit too much and kind of being like, oh my God, fuck off, dad. Let me go suck someone off down an alleyway. You know, like, are we being sound here? Or is he being a controlling bastard? And if so, just do not put up with that. Live completely freely and let him moan get out of that situation if he's moaning and moping around the gaff on the Sunday when you're first of all probably hung over and then you wake up to this moany prick of a 10 year older fella ick.com forward slash get the fuck out go for brunch with your girlies and consider breaking up with this boring ball bag <laughs> okay that's it for now bye